the world leader in Internet Talk Radio. Internet Talk Radio. You're listening to America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. The Internet's most listened to talk radio network, voiceamerica.com, with Joyce Bender and Disability Matters. Welcome to Disability Matters with your host, Joyce Bender. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender. And welcome to our show, and we are live in Canada from the Royal York Hotel, the Fairmont. And we are so proud to be here as... You all know, my listeners, we have a Bender Consulting Services in the United States, but we also have a Bender Consulting Services of Canada. And to all of my friends and supporters throughout Canada, we're proud to be here. Thank you also to all of our listeners. We've received so many emails and so many calls, and I want to thank you, all of you, for your support of this show. And today we're excited to have a very special guest and friend of mine on the show, Ms. Kathy Healy, who is the Program Officer for the Center for Workforce Preparation of the U.S. Chamber of Commerce. Kathy, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Joyce. I'm very happy to be here. Thanks for inviting me. It's an honor to have you with us on the show. And what I'd like to do first, Kathy, is if you don't mind for our listeners, Could you just take a few minutes and tell our listeners what the Center for Workforce Preparation does and also a little bit about the Workforce Flexibility Initiative you have in partnership with families and the Work Institute and the Center for Emerging Futures. Boy, so much to talk about here. I'm telling you. It's a mouthful. Yeah, but just so our listeners know throughout the world, bottom line here, Kathy was brought to the chamber specifically to help for employment or Americans with Disabilities, and for that, our hat's off to you. So go ahead, Kathy. Thank you very much. explain it more. Thank you. Well, the Center for Workforce Preparation, CWP, is a nonprofit affiliate of the U.S. Chamber of Commerce. We were established by the Chamber in the early 90s, and we are tasked with supporting local chambers, uh, helping them to help their um, uh, business members as they develop recruiting and hiring and retaining and advancing strategies. And we work alongside the local chambers to help bring innovative information. Uh, We help bring educational materials. We develop replicable models that we can bring to other chambers. And it's all around reaching small and mid-sized businesses where often there is no HR staffing. Often 80 to 90 percent of them are members of local chambers, and where we know that 75% of job growth is expected to occur. So these are the employers who probably have the greatest needs, but who also have wonderful opportunities and who are struggling to remain competitive in this dynamic global economy. So we see our local chambers as really leaders in their communities in in workforce development um, and and really being a support system to their uh, their business members. Now, the the, uh, Workplace Flexibility Initiative that you mentioned earlier is an initiative funded by the Alfred P. Sloan Foundation, and we are working in partnership with 
the Families and Work Institute and the Center for Emerging Futures out of Idaho. Um, and it is one such uh, innovative uh, practice that we believe can really help employers with recruiting talent and taming high turnover rates. Um, the Families and Work Institute has been, has been conducting research for the last 20 years in the national changing workforce. And in 2002, their most recent uh, research report, they asked employees, what does it take? What will it take you to be more productive and more loyal employees and also to better manage your lives? And there were lots and lots of themes that began to emerge, but the one single most consistent message was the request for flexibility. We'd like to have a little bit more flexibility in the way that we work, um, in the way that we do our jobs, maybe in the way that we take time off to be with families or provide elder care. Um, and it was a consistent message across different generations and across all kinds of different uh, wage and salaried personnel. So last year we visited eight communities to present in a forum um, the research and to also present the business case for um, workplace flexibility and to introduce communities to a new award called the Sloan Award for Business Excellence in Workplace Flexibility. Next week I'm headed out to California to the Long Beach Chamber to present our first awards. So it's been a, it's been a real, real busy year. Um, what was fascinating to me about the flexibility was coming from a disability perspective, that what we hear a lot from the disability research organizations and the technical assistance organizations is that the most widely requested accommodation from individuals with disabilities entering the workforce is a flexible schedule. So we're kind of closing a lot of circles here with this initiative. Well, you know, the uh, Sloan Award that you just mentioned, is this, this is being presented for the first time. Mm -hmm. Is it public yet who the winner is, or is that um, it's, uh, it's in eight communities, and uh, we are still scoring the results, but we expect to have a number of winners in, in those eight communities that we've, that we've reached out to. We're actually piloting the award this year, and uh, hopefully it will become a national award as, time, as the years go by. You know, I also wanted to uh, mention, Kathy, when you were talking about where the employment opportunities are, you know, so many people do not realize that it is with the small and medium businesses. Right. right. I know that so often when I talk to people, even right in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, you know, they'll start listing off five or seven of the top corporations, mm -hmm. the multi-billion dollar corporations, and they will say they aren't hiring anyone or, you know, they've downsized right. and they don't have opportunities. And they somehow then have the idea that this means there aren't opportunities. But, you know, I'll use Vendor Consulting Services as an example. Last year, we hired 60 new people with, uh -huh. with significant disabilities, wow. 60 people with disabilities. Wow. But we are far from being that size corporation exactly. that I just mentioned. Right. But guess what? There are many other small exactly. companies hiring. Yes, yes. I, I really am glad you brought that up because mm -hmm. for anyone listening to the show with a disability, remember... There are opportunities with the small businesses. And just as Kathy mentioned, with, you know, strategic planning and human resources where companies are looking to the future with the baby boomers retiring mm -hmm. for new talent. Right. And, and as Kathy mentioned, not having maybe, you know, a human resources department. Right. 
Right. This is a great opportunity for well, people with disabilities. It absolutely is a great opportunity. And um, part, part of the work that we do is to help um, small business and the chambers align better with the publicly funded workforce system and also to help the publicly funded workforce system better align with the needs of business. So we see the chambers acting kind of as a me an intermediary at the local level, um, uh, bringing the you know, stakeholders together to help help create uh, options for for both sides. So, so there's a lot of action going on at the at the local level and definitely in the small and mid-sized uh, business world. And this is why, again, if you're listening to the show, you should go to your local chamber. You should investigate this. You should talk to the. Uh, the Small Business Administration, you know, you should get more involved looking at small to medium companies because they are hiring people. Right, and and, and they are looking for talent, quite honestly. So, go no, for well, it. I'm really glad you're doing that because if, if there would be one thing I wish we could do in this country, it's to constantly promote that, that, you know, that there are opportunities with mm -hmm. the small com business community because, as I've said, I so often, being in executive search for over 25 years, hear people start listening, you know, the large billion-dollar companies, oh, right. they're not hiring, right. but they forget about the rest of the code. So that's I think exactly. that's really good that you're doing that. Yes. So, Kathy, how about you now? How were we so lucky to get you involved <laughs> in the disability community and in the employment area? Uh, what, what caused you to get involved with all of this? Well, thanks for asking. I think it chose me. Um, Actually, I've always been very fascinated about how we as Americans work and how culturally ingrained work ethic is in us and our need to define ourselves by the work that we do. Back in the 70s, I remember visiting some of my uh, sisters and brothers who had migrated to San Francisco and I was from the East Coast. Um, and and it, was, it, was, it was an interesting observation that, that I had in that in the San Francisco culture, um, people didn't seem to be particularly interested in the work that they were doing so much as they were interested in where they lived. That was really odd to me and different from my own experience because at the time I was a musical comedy actor in professional theater and I didn't really care where I lived just as long as I could work in theater. Um, fast forward quite a few years and uh, I'm a wife and a mother and fitting work into to my schedule um, and my fourth baby is born with Down syndrome. Well... Everything changed. Um, and as you know, Joyce, that when you look at the world through the disability lens, you see a very different America, uh, one in which work ethic and the need for defining self through work is still very, very much a part of the makeup in spite of the presence of a disability. Um, I began looking for answers for my son and for how to connect him to community I became very involved in my local community. Eventually, I worked for a disability organization, the Parent Training and Information Center, in which I was supporting other families who were also uh, beginning their journeys um, with their children with disabilities. Um, I worked with my local school system to create inclusive educational settings. I realized, I, became, I came to understand how easy it is to get things done when you have buy-in from all levels of an organization. And so over time, as my son aged, it became um, apparent to me that, uh, that my journey, which was now actually becoming more like work, a, a career, um, I needed to look at 
the world of business and how I could help him be a part of what we know as work. Um, I was very, very fortunate. I applied for and received a public policy fellowship from the Joseph P. Kennedy Foundation, during which time I had an opportunity to study workforce policy. And at the end of that year, I, I did some networking and, lo and behold, ended up here. Well, when we come back, we're going to talk more about that life-changing experience. We are talking to Kathy Healy, who, is your, if you're listening to the show, with the U.S. Chamber is really not just a leader there, but a leader for all Americans with disabilities. This is Joyce Bender. You're listening to VoiceAmerica.com. We'll be back. The world leader in Internet Talk Radio. You're listening to VoiceAmerica.com. At Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, our mission is to provide superior technology consulting services to our customers while creating career opportunities, independence, and freedom for people with disabilities. While the demand for skilled technology professionals is reaching an all-time high, over 13 million disabled Americans, many of them experts in technology, remain unemployed. Since 1995, Bender Consulting Services Incorporated has worked to solve these critical social and business issues by providing employers with reliable talent and giving individuals with disabilities the chance to display their talents and enhance their lives through solid careers. If you're a person with a disability seeking employment, send us your resume via email to resume at BenderConsult.com. For more information about our services, visit www.BenderConsult.com in the U.S., and www.benderofcanada.com in Canada. Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, providing and creating employment opportunities, freedom and independence for people with disabilities. www.benderconsult.com. I'm Garcelle Beauvais Nylon. When I played a DA on NYPD Blue, I got all the facts before trying a case. Yet many don't know the facts about epilepsy. There are two and a half million Americans with the condition and one in ten Americans will have a seizure in their lifetime. People with epilepsy want to lead normal lives, but too many of us don't know what epilepsy is or what to do if someone has a seizure. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org or call 1-800-332-1000. Have you put down the morning paper in disgust because they weren't reporting what you wanted to read? Have you wondered why there aren't more women's voices in the news? Well, so have I, and we're about to change that. This is former Minnesota State Senator Ember Ricegott-Young. I hope you'll join me for a new radio show every Thursday all about women on the move. We'll look at what's missing in the news, the issues often ignored in mainstream media, like how does Social Security reform really affect women? Why is the Department of Labor proposing to stop collecting workforce data on women? What role will women play in Iraq's new government? We'll create that debate right here. The Ember Scott Young Show will have prominent women you know and inspiring women you don't know. We'll share stories of women's leadership, courage, and vision. We just need you to be part of the conversation. So join us for the Ember Scott Young Show every Thursday at 1 p.m. Central Time. It's all about you, women on the move, on voiceamerica.com. Hi, this is Dora Bush, and you're listening to Disability Matters with Joyce Bender on voiceamerica.com. The world leader in Internet talk, radio. Internet talk Radio. You're listening to America's Voice, VoiceAmerica.com. 
If you have a question or comment, please call toll-free at 1-888-335-5204. Now, please welcome back the host of Disability Matters. Here's Joyce Bender. And welcome back. We're talking to Kathy Healy from the Center for Workforce Preparation of the U.S. Chamber of Commerce and a real leader in America for trying to help Americans with disabilities gain competitive employment. And before we went to break, Kathy, we were talking about your son, Michael, uh, and congratulations, Michael, to you on finding your first job because, as, as your mother stated, and it is the truth, you know, work defines us. Right. It really does. It work does. gives us self-esteem. Mm-hmm. Work gives us true freedom and independence. Mm-hmm. What is the most asked question you hear? What do you do? Where do you work? And all people should be included in that. And, and Kathy, um, I, I'll bet this was the greatest day for you when he got this job. Oh, I'll tell you. Uh, he walked into the house two inches taller, a uh, big smile on his face, um, and, and, you know, actually giving me a little mouth, which, you know, we weren't happy about, but it was very appropriate because he was finding his own. He was, he was really great. <laughs> so <laughs> we're having a great time with him. And do you have a message for parents of children with disabilities where the school system tells them it's not possible, you know, forget it, give up, your child can't work? Oh, you know, it's, uh, I always say the three Fs, firm, friendly, and fair, and just keep pushing. And, um, you know, as parents, we are the experts. Um, we look for guidance from the school system. But sometimes the school system are having their own trials, and uh, people within the system maybe can't make decisions that we as family members can. And so just continue to push, firm, friendly, and fair. You don't have to get ugly about it, but just keep pushing. And I'll tell you what, Marsha Blanco, do you know her, Kathy? I'm afraid I don't. She is the CEO of Achieva, which is headquartered in Pittsburgh, which used to be called um, ARC of Allegheny. Uh And they changed the name to Achieva, which I love this name, Uh, Achieva. And and so successful, one of the most successful uh, not-for-profits. But Marsha is also involved in a lot of civil rights issues in the United States, really had has really done a lot to help children and adults with cognitive disabilities. Uh But as she always says, seeing someone get that first job, but I know it very well since that's what I do for a living, but what we have to get away from is stereotyping people and, 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 and giving them such a low bar when they can do so much more. Right. Um, and right. that is really great that you got involved with that. Mm-hmm. I know that Andy Imperato, the CEO of the American Association of People with Disabilities, another tremendous organization in this country, is constantly going forward, you know, trying to help me in all ways further the employment of people with disabilities. And, you know, as always, that includes all people, Yes. With all disabilities, not just a specific disability. So, Kathy, this is how you got involved. Now, you know, tell us a little bit more about the leadership of the chamber in the area of disability and, and employment because, you know, you may not know this if you're listening to the show, but I know that the Chamber of Commerce is trying to do a lot in this arena. Well, you know, the Chamber has been um, a leader in workforce development and is is really responding to the needs of the business members when they say, we we cannot find the workers that we need. Um, 
in the area of disability, interestingly enough, uh, American business is really blessed to have a CEO like Tom Donahue mm -hmm. at the helm. He, as you know, um, is a visionary when it comes to disability, and he has been extremely supportive. Um, he, of course, was one of the, the early leaders in the Business Leadership Network. Um, but, what, but what you and your listeners might not know is that he actually has early experience with disability, having been mentored by an incredibly dynamic individual who happened to have been a man with a disability. And so uh, that's, that's kind of where the energy is really coming from. Um, and in addition, you know, our, our chamber, uh, we're, we're an old building here in Washington. Um, we have just incredibly bright, wonderful professionals here. And I can't tell you the number of visitors who stop by and, and inquire about um, disability initiatives and, and what's it all about because often they've got a cousin or a nephew or someone who's involved. In fact, our corporate communications uh, division here hosts a, uh, a local special education high school class as a work site, and they come to the building a couple of times a week and, and, and have a simulated work experience. So, um, you know, it, I have to say I'm, I'm excited to be here because of the reach that uh, the Chamber has and really its commitment. And yeah, and I'll tell you what, my hat is off to your CEO. I know from when I was on the executive board of the President's Committee on Employment of People with Disabilities when Tony Coelho was the chair, I, I know that he took the lead early on, as you mentioned, with the Business Leadership Network. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we need more people like him mm -hmm. in our community as leaders, yes. stepping forward, talking about this because there are you know, over 50 million Americans with disabilities. As you alluded to earlier, Kathy, sometimes people don't get it till they have a real-life experience, but I always tell people this is the one minority group you can join at any time. That's exactly right. I hope it would not take that for you, know, you to wake up, but we've really got to, we really have to work harder on seeing more people with disabilities gain competitive employment. And right. I know that you know a lot about that. You can tell our listeners about the Disability Employment Initiative. I'd be, I'd be happy to. Um, fundamentally, um, the Disability Employment Initiative was an outgrowth of CWP's other initiatives around educating employers about tapping into non-traditional labor pools and, and as you mentioned earlier, with the, you know, the potential shrinking workforce uh, shortage uh, due to the retiring baby boomers and, and uh, other issues um, concerning, concerned with economics and, and the knowledge base and skill development and so on and so forth, um, we're, we're trying to encourage employers to look around, to, to think differently about employing uh, people um, and people that are actually right in their own communities. So, um, what started out as non-traditional pools of labor became more uh, involved in this particular pool disability because, as you know, and as you said, it's it's so wide, it's so broad, it's 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 so uh, reaching far into into every community. Um, we've had a, a partnership with Virginia Commonwealth University Rehabilitation Research Training Center for over five years, and we've been working with VCU to develop research questions for employers and identify employers, uh, provide dissemination pathways to get information out. 
Um, we've had a previous partnership with the Office of Special Education and Rehabilitative Services, in which, at which time we developed a resource guide titled uh, Disability Employment 101 for Chambers. Um, we've had a partnership um, under the Employment Training Administration at the Department of Labor uh, from the Ford and Annie E. Casey Foundations, in which we have worked with our local chambers, uh, helping them to be leaders and workforce intermediaries. Um, from one of those projects, we developed a webcast and a learning guide called Dispelling the Myths, um, which is really the business case for employers to get involved. Um, and in addition to, to reaching employers and chambers, when asked, we also attend disability conferences, national meetings. Um, we try to provide the employer perspective to, to the publicly funded workforce professionals, to the disability groups, any interested persons. Um, our hope is that we develop a common ground from what employers need, uh, what their concerns are, um, in the hopes that service providers and employers are going to be able to work better together and, and, and help get more people in jobs. Which is the key. That's really the key. At the end of the day, it's all about employment. So, Kathy, how would anyone listening to the show who is a business person access this, this information? Well, we have a, um, a website that's on the U.S. Chamber website, www.uschamber.com slash CWP, um, and they can always call us on our main line. Mm -hmm. And what is that number? Um, our main line is 202-463-5525. All right. And I encourage you to go to that website and read more about that, especially businesses listening to us right now and hiring managers. Which brings me to my next question, Kathy. What, what do you do? What can we do to encourage businesses to increase the employment of Americans with disabilities? Well, actually, um, we have asked that question a lot, um, and we recognize the, the vast potential resource that persons with disabilities represent. Um, we encourage employers a lot. We really do, and we, we help. We, we say to employers, learn the facts about disability. Everybody has their own conjured image of what disability is. And what we say is it's not a homogeneous group. It's a very wide swath of culture, demographics, differences, weaknesses, strengths. But individuals, think of individuals. Um, we also tell employers we've had already over 30 years of research that tells us disability doesn't automatically indicate inability to work. There are, in fact, some pretty amazing success stories in terms of business meeting bottom line objectives by employing individuals with disabilities. And we also encourage employers not to be afraid to develop partnerships with the public sector. There are services and expertise that is available to help employers. So go ahead, get, connect, get connected with your community resources and community groups. Well, and I must say, congratulations to you and the Center for Workforce Preparation at the Chamber for being one of the groups in this country that's doing something to help Americans with disabilities. This is Joyce Bender. We're going to go to break. We'll be right back and talk more to Kathy Healy. You're listening to VoiceAmerica.com. Bringing the world together. 
You're listening to America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. At Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, our mission is to provide superior technology consulting services to our customers while creating career opportunities, independence, and freedom for people with disabilities. While the demand for skilled technology professionals is reaching an all-time high, over 13 million disabled Americans, many of them experts in technology, remain unemployed. Since 1995, Bender Consulting Services Incorporated has worked to solve these critical social and business issues by providing employers with reliable talent and giving individuals with disabilities the chance to display their talents and enhance their lives through solid careers. If you're a person with a disability seeking employment, send us your resume via email to resume at BenderConsult.com. For more information about our services, visit www.BenderConsult.com in the U.S. and www.BenderOfCanada.com in Canada. Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, providing and creating employment opportunities freedom and independence for people with disabilities www.benderconsult.com I'm Garcelle Beauvais Nylon when I played a DA on NYPD Blue I got all the facts before trying a case yet many don't know the facts about epilepsy there are two and a half million Americans with the condition and one in ten Americans will have a seizure in their lifetime people with epilepsy want to lead normal lives but too many of us don't know what epilepsy is or what to do if someone has a seizure to learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org or call 1-800-332-1000. Thank you for calling voiceamerica.com. Hello, this is Rory Garay, President of Greyhound Pets of America and host of Greyhounds Made Great Pets on Voice America. Join me every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific and 2 p.m. Eastern for an insightful and enjoyable talk about one of man's best friends, the Greyhound. Learn about the history of the Greyhound, discuss proper obedience and training techniques, and find out more about the Greyhound racing industry and what they are doing to help the adoption effort of the former race dog. If you own a Greyhound or just love dogs like I do, join me for Greyhounds Make Great Pets every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific, right here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. The world leader in Internet Talk Radio. Internet Talk Radio. You're listening to America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. Welcome back to Disability Matters with Joyce Bender. If you have a question or comment for Joyce or her guest, please call toll-free at 1-888-335-5204. Now back to Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender. And welcome back to our show. We're talking to Kathy Healy from the Center for Workforce Preparation for the U.S. Chamber of Commerce. And what I was saying to Kathy right before we went to break is I know I speak in behalf of all Americans with disabilities when I say I am so proud to have an organization in this country stepping forward and telling companies to hire people with disabilities. So, uh, my hat's off to you, Kathy. I, that means so much. You know, we, we need so much. So the more that you can do, you know, I, I know that it will help. It is amazing to me that there are these millions of statistics out about the shrinking workforce with the baby boomers retiring. 
As a matter of fact, even in uh, some countries such as Italy and Germany, they're expected to decrease the population yes. because of this. And, you know, when I read that, I'm wondering, oh, what do we have to do to get in front of everyone right. so we can say to employers, I don't care if this is going to hit us five or eight years from now, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, why would you want to wait till then? Why would you not want to have right now mm -hmm. recruiting employees who, who, you know, will then have five to eight years of experience? Right, exactly, exactly. And, and amazingly enough, we've been getting some very positive feedback from, from chambers and employers around the Disability Employment 101 Guide, and that was kind of uh, one of our thoughts, you know, why wait? Get going now. That's right, because if you wait, you will be in that war for labor that everyone went right. through with Y2K, except as I heard a speaker say, that will seem like practice. That's what I've heard, too, yep. Compared to, you know, what we will encounter. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So now, Kathy, I know that the U.S. BLN and the Chamber are somewhat affiliated. Is that correct? Well, um, the U.S. BLN is not formally affiliated. However, the U.S. Chamber serves as a permanent member of the board of the U.S. Mm. BLN. And the uh, chamber um, is is such a good champion uh, for this group of committed, um, wonderful, wonderful professionals. Um, they they really see the USBLN as being the voice of employment of individuals with disabilities. Uh, the chamber offers just wonderful support and expertise. Um, you know, it has a national perspective. It has an international perspective. Uh, it has an understanding of policies that affect business. Um, and the chamber really serves as a, a model for the USBLN in terms of how does a, an employer membership organization function and how does it create and promote the business environment? So, um, you know, though though we don't have a formal kind of affiliation, um, there is great sentiment here for the USBLN. And uh, and as I said, the chamber really is is a, a real champion of the USBLN and really wants it to succeed. Yeah, and the. Business Leadership Network, I remember years ago when there was the employer subcommittee, you know, with the President's right. Committee, mm -hmm. and then how all of this went forward with the BLN. Uh, but if you're listening to this show, what we try to do is go to different states, and, and in the state, uh, or, or, or if it's a large state in different cities, have a company that's the lead company for that state. And the lead company has... Uh, you know, an executive that steps forward in behalf of the BLN. I know there are some states where they did not have a lead company, so I think it was a service provider. Mm -hmm. but, but basically the whole idea is to have the business community involved, <clears throat> such as, for example, in Pennsylvania, Highmark Blue Cross Blue Shield is the lead company for, the, for, for Pennsylvania, right. for the Business Leadership Network. So what they have done is they've been so wonderful. You know, the CEOs have always been involved. They've hosted many breakfasts mm -hmm. at Highmark. But mm -hmm. in addition to that, you can go to the website, no matter what state this is in, you can go to their website locally and obtain information on, hey, how do I get an interpreter? Or, you know, mm -hmm. where right. do we go for resources? And, you know, whenever other businesses can go to another business and talk about this, it just does so much. 
Well, you know, it really is about the business case. And for a very long time, um, disability was, was owned by someone else, and business never owned it. Well, now we have a business-run operation that is that is finally taking ownership of disability, and it's at its high time. And um, hopefully we're going to see um, great increases in employment as a result because business does respond to other business. Yes, they do. And I always tell people, remember, go where the jobs are. Right. <laughs> if I can't hire, you know, if I can't provide opportunities, this isn't going to be the answer. So that's why I think it is so important. Now, Kathy, you have seen a lot of work in the United States through, you know, your affiliation with the Center for Workforce Preparation at the Chamber. Have you seen successes in any of the cities on programs that chambers themselves locally have been involved with to try to improve the employment of people with disabilities? Oh, Joyce, you and your listeners will be amazed. Um, local chambers of commerce all over this country are stepping up to the plate to support local economic development and workforce development efforts. Um, you cannot have a strong local economy when you have got one sector of your local population dependent on government subsidies. There is just no way. And our chambers recognize that individuals with disabilities need to be engaged, need to be brought into the workforce. Um, the chambers are welcoming the BLNs. They are welcoming our materials and resources. They are inviting uh, local um, partnerships to grow and, and with local vo vocational rehabilitation agencies, local nonprofit providers are, are working with chambers, um, networking. Um, it, it, it's, it's, it's phenomenal what is going on, um, working together in the community to help tackle some of the tough challenges that uh, communities face. Uh, the Salisbury Chamber in the Eastern Shore of Maryland is, of course, our our, our greatest champion. Um, you know, the chamber got involved, and they got on on uh, the transportation committee subcommittee, and 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 got some trainings in the local university, and and created a public awareness campaign. And um, they really are the model. But we we have other chambers as well. Northern Virginia, uh, Northern Kentucky Chamber, Nancy Spivey is working steadfastly to help improve uh, the employment rates. Um, so we have just. Examples, 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 and none that, you know, particularly we're going to hear about, but we know that the chambers are opening opening their doors and they are encouraging and welcoming and, um, and, and everybody is benefiting from those partnerships. Well, that is great to hear. It really is. As a matter of fact, I just want to compliment uh, the African-American Chamber of Commerce right here in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and the head, Doris Carson Williams, because this is a chamber that specifically invited the CEO of Highmark uh, and the Executive Vice President, Ty Alexander, and myself to speak. And the, we each had a separate portion. And, of course, when it came to me, it was about the employment of people with disabilities and she really took the lead on making this happen, and it really has had an impact on the community. And I, I just think that is so important if, in the United States, different chambers can step forward like that. Yes. And we also had uh, Claudia Earnhardt on our show mm -hmm. 
from Kentucky, and of course we're just mad she left Pittsburgh because she. <laughs> when we lost her, we really lost a gold mine. Let me tell you, but she, bet, she yeah. was really great when when she was on the show. But I am happy to hear that because we, if we all work together, mm-hmm. we can make so much more progress than if we are worried about territorial issues. Oh yes, oh yes, indeed, yes, indeed. Well, Kathy, what education do you suggest for employers listening to our show? who are interested in hiring people with disabilities but have never hired anyone, have no clue of what to do, and are nervous uh, about doing this. What advice would you have for that? Well, actually, you know, we know what works with employers, so we, we would advise employers to definitely get in touch with us or the BLN. But you know what employers tell us? Um, they don't want lots of lengthy research documents and white papers. They don't have time to read through them. Um, they don't want the sanitized uh, success stories. Um, they do want real examples of what employers are doing, and they want those stories told to them by credible business spokespersons. Um, this this is just gives such validity. Um, they also want the name and the number of a support person they can call for assistance 24-7, because as you know, we're in a global economy now. 24-7 is the way we work. Um, Employers want assurances that if things don't work out, they can make changes. They are they are very fearful. Um, they want they want easily discernible skill levels. And what I mean by that is, they want the individual to be able to say, "I can do this, and I can do that, and I have this disability, and this is what it means for us." Uh, they really do. Employers really do want an understanding of what the disability means in terms of productivity. Um, what it means in terms of interacting with coworkers, what it means for the company's long and short-term goals. You know, the, uh, employers are advised all the time about risk management. How do you manage your risk? Well, knowing up front what they're getting involved in is, is, is really helpful to employers. And so, you know, connect with your local chambers, connect with your other business organizations that you're a member of, connect with the BLN, connect with us, and we'll be glad to help you. And don't be afraid to reach out to the community partnerships um, the public, the public, in the public sector. They have great expertise to offer. This is where the U.S. Chamber and the BLN can be so incredibly helpful. I, I tell you right now, if anyone ever talks to you, Kathy, about wanting to see a company that dis- can easily dispel the myth that if you employ people with disabilities, there's an attendance problem, refer them to Bender Consulting Services. This is our 10th year in business, and let me tell you what, we can dispel all those myths. But I can also tell you there are great companies and corporations like Highmark, like Computer Sciences Corporation, really making a difference. And we'll talk about that a little bit more when we come back. We're talking to Kathy Healy, a real leader in this country for people with disabilities. This is Joyce Bender, the voice of voiceamerica.com. The world leader in Internet talk radio. You're listening to voiceamerica.com. 
At Vendor Consulting Services Incorporated, our mission is to provide superior technology consulting services to our customers while creating career opportunities, independence, and freedom for people with disabilities. While the demand for skilled technology professionals is reaching an all-time high, over 13 million disabled Americans, many of them experts in technology, remain unemployed. Since 1995, Bender Consulting Services Incorporated has worked to solve these critical social and business issues by providing employers with reliable talent and giving individuals with disabilities the chance to display their talents and enhance their lives through solid careers. If you're a person with a disability seeking employment, send us your resume via email to resume at BenderConsult.com. For more information about our services, visit www.BenderConsult.com in the U.S., and www.benderofcanada.com in Canada. Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, providing and creating employment opportunities, freedom and independence for people with disabilities. www.benderconsult.com. I'm Garcelle Beauvais-Nylon. When I played a DA on NYPD Blue, I got all the facts before trying a case. Yet many don't know the facts about epilepsy. There are two and a half million Americans with the condition, and one in ten Americans will have a seizure in their lifetime. People with epilepsy want to lead normal lives, but too many of us don't know what epilepsy is or what to do if someone has a seizure. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org or call 1-800-332-1000. My name is Maxine Thompson, and I am America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. In today's world, it's hard to find the truth with anything. Is there such a thing as the truth? Where and how can I find it? Will someone just give it to me straight? Tune in every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific for Mario Verdad, an exciting new show that will give it to you straight every time and tackle the truth behind everything from political issues and crime to vocational and career counseling. So log on and tune in every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. Hi, this is Dora Bush, and you're listening to Disability Matters with Joyce Bender on voiceamerica.com. The world leader in Internet talk radio. Internet talk radio. You're listening to America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. If you have a question or comment, please call toll-free at 1-888-335-5204. Now, please welcome back the host of Disability Matters. Here's Joyce Bender. And welcome back to the show. We have been talking today to Kathy Healy from the Center for Workforce Preparation for the U.S. Chamber of Commerce. And if you've been listening to the show, someone who you can tell truly gets it, truly understands the business community and understands the issues that impact quality of life for Americans with disabilities. And, Kathy, we've been talking about employing people with disabilities and the uh, BLN. And this year, as you know, the 2005 U.S. BLN Conference is in uh, the best city in the United States, which is, of course, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. (laughs) And we are so excited to having it here and look forward to seeing you here, as I told Kathy earlier on the show. They definitely do not select the city for the weather, or we we would not have been in the group that could have had this. But you know what I'm proud of, Kathy, is that a lot of the people speaking, uh, such as Alan Woods, who is Chief Information Officer and, uh, you know, Executive at 
Mellon Financial reporting directly to the CEO, mm-hmm. um, Greg Babe, CEO of Bear Material Sciences. I mean, we we have really some powerful business people coming in. Dr. Milani, the CEO of Highmark, and we're we're, we're just excited, but. I wonder if you could talk about, to anyone listening to the show, which I hope they've already figured it out, but why I think it's so important for people to, businesses, to attend these conferences no matter where they are. Well, I would, I'd be happy to, and, and I do want to uh, commend the uh, Pennsylvania Business Leadership Network, um, Highmark and, and Stacey Lydic of the Head, and, and, uh, and you, Joyce, of course, um, and all of, all of the group there that's working so hard to to put this uh, conference together, it's quite an impressive lineup. Um, conferences, uh, generally as a rule, um, I guess I guess people use conferences for different reasons. Certainly, um, employers can reconnect with old friends. I know that uh, many of us will be doing that. Um, you can make new friends. Um, but what is striking about this particular conference, the National um, Business Leadership Conferences, there's such wonderful cutting-edge information, innovative strategies that you learn. Just just when you think there's no more left to learn about disability or the way that we as Americans work, there will be one more interesting um, initiative that's going on that you you know you just can't believe that somebody in in this part one part of the country has figured out how to how to navigate this. So um, we we think that the conference for business people not only are you going to be able to network, but you are going to hear from some very high profile uh, business leaders about the business case for making employment of individuals with disabilities a part of your company. And that is probably the most powerful message that any of us could ever take away from this conference. So I know I'm looking forward to it, and I, and I hope that your listeners will, will also attend and uh, bring their notebooks and, and, and hear about the really, really wonderfully exciting things that are going on across the country, and especially in Pittsburgh. That's right, and let me just say that uh, Stacey Liddick from AHEAD has done so much work on this. Highmark is to be commended to the absolute, no pun intended, but highest level. Uh, I mean, they have really bought into this from uh, the CEO, Kim Milani, to Ty Alexander, their executive vice president, uh, Tammy McNaughton. Everyone working there has really bought into this and is doing so much work. And you won't be disappointed with the lineup of speakers because at the end of our show today, one of the quotes, which we always send with a quote from a very famous civil rights leader or CEO who has impacted the employment of people with disabilities is from Tony Quello, the author of the Americans with Disabilities Act, and he is a speaker, but we have Andy Imperato, we have John Bollinger, we have really brought in some powerhouse speakers in addition to great business leaders right in Pittsburgh, so I do hope to see everyone at this conference. But I also think, Kathy, what you said about sometimes with a business, they have to just hear it from another business. Absolutely. It happens a lot, and uh, we, we see it all the time. Um, employer to employer is a very powerful media and uh, one that works. Well, Kathy, do you have any closing message for our listeners who are listening to this show today? Well, you know, 
Employment of individuals with disabilities is not a one-time event. It's an ongoing journey, and we have to we have to think in those terms. And one agency, one program, or one business is not going to solve this problem by themselves. Uh, the low employment rates of individuals with disabilities is only going to be uh, improved by all of us working together, each of us taking a piece of this and figuring out how to put this puzzle together. And I just uh, wish your listeners all the best, and I can't wait to see everyone in Pittsburgh in November. Oh, we can't wait either. And we can't wait until you see and have our delicious sandwiches from Primani Brothers. <laughs> These are our low-calorie sandwiches, which are two gigantic slabs of Italian bread with, no matter what you order, with, and this is the accompaniment, coleslaw and french fries. Ah, I'm there. Yeah, yeah. and th this is how we really keep, this is how we're really helping our uh, health care weight here on the sandwich. I don't mean on the side. The french fries and the coleslaw are on the sandwich. And, and, and this is so famous that when Bruce Springsteen and different rock stars have been here in Pittsburgh to perform, they have to go to Primani Brothers, and here they are. I don't, you know, see they're getting a free ad on my radio show. <laughs> but, but, the, but the most important thing about Pittsburgh is really the people. We have some really great people here, and we, we hope to see everyone at this conference because, you know, I can truthfully say with this group in Pittsburgh, they are committed to making a difference in the employment of Americans with disabilities. And really, as I said before, at the end of the day, that really is what it's all about. And, Kathy, if anyone has a question for you specifically, because we have received emails prior to the show about what the U.S. Chamber of Commerce is doing, or just a question specifically for you, how should they contact you? Email is always best, mm -hmm. and my email address is chealy, that's H-E-A-L-Y, at uschamber.com. Can you repeat that one more time? Absolutely. C. Healy at uschamber.com. And, Kathy, one question we did seem to receive from several people. Do you speak frequently on these issues for different chambers? Uh, when chambers invite me, I am happy to attend uh, if, I can, if I can manage it within my schedule. Okay, so so you do do that. You go to different cities and speak yes. to the chambers. Sure. Okay, and um, they would contact you by using that same email. Yes. Well, <clears throat> I would encourage all of you to follow up with Kathy on this to try to make something happen. Because as I said before, if we all work together, we are going to be able to make a difference. We have one last question for you that I saved for the end. It's from a young person with a disability saying um, to you, how do I work the hardest to try to overcome these attitudinal barriers that exist in companies and get them to open the door for me when sometimes I cannot get past human resources? Boy, that's a tough one, and I hope that person will send me an email so that we can communicate. Um, Employers are looking for people with passion who, who, who have skills and who want to work for them and, and do not give up. And you, you as an individual have the ability to sell yourself. So do not give up. Keep trying. You just haven't hit the right employer. But that right employer is out there. And do not be discouraged. 
And you know the theme for the year, I just want to comment on that, the theme for the year at Bender Consulting Services this year is perseverance. Every month I send a quote to all of the employees in Canada and in the United States on perseverance. And really, you've got to not quit no matter what, no matter what. Because especially for a person with a disability, perseverance is probably going to be the key to finding that employment opportunity. I always tell people it would be as if you met Kathy somewhere. You're one person away from meeting the person who can be a miracle for you. Absolutely right. Don't give up. And, Kathy, do you get a lot of people responding to you trying to find employment? Well, no. I mean, we're not an employment agency, mm-hmm. uh, and we really don't know where the jobs are. Um, but we have some ideas <laughs> of where people can go. <laughs> and the Department of Labor has a great website, as do many of the other um, agencies. Well, if you don't mind, Kathy, as we close the show, I just want to tell you, I'm going to be using the message that you gave to our listeners is such a powerful and a great quote. This is not a one-time event when it comes to employment. Oh, how powerful. Not a one-time event. That's why when companies hire one person and brag about it, I'm going to be using the Kathy Healy quote. It's not a one-time event. Kathy, thank you for being on the show. And I have to have to end with this quote from the Honorable Tony Coelho who said, My passion for expanding job opportunities for disabled Americans is rooted in my life, in the pain and personal failure I felt when I was prevented from working, and in the confidence and ability to contribute when I rediscovered I was able to work once again. The Honorable Tony Coelho. Kathy, thank you for being thank with you, us. Thank you, Kathy, keep listening. I'll be you using bet. your quote on one of the shows. Thank you. All right, see you in Pittsburgh. Thanks a lot. Take care. To, to all the listeners, see you next week. Voice America would like to thank you for tuning in. Please join us next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time for another installment of Disability Matters right here on the Internet Leader and Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com. <laughs>